Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Oh, Rolene, he certainly made his mark this week. <laughs> what in a couple of days? What has he done? I mean, the United Na- Nations Security Council is going to be meeting to discuss the ramifications of his actions. Uh, joining us now, Israeli con- correspondent Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Sorry, I forgot. And welcome it's, to the show. I just couldn't. I had to get ahead of myself there. <laughs> It's exactly like I said yesterday that uh, Lenin quote that uh, uh, I uh, I rambled on about that there are some weeks where nothing happens and there are some weeks where centuries happen and, and this has been one of them and just a short while ago we had foreign ministers from Jordan, the United Arab Emirates, Algeria, Saudi Arabia, the Palestinian Authority, Qatar, Egypt and Morocco convene virtually and issue a joint statement that condemns the Temple Mount visit of National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir. The statement says they condemn in the strongest terms Ben-Gavir's visit, which they call an unacceptable violation and dangerous escalation. They call on the United Nations Security Council to work immediately to stop such activity and call on Israel not to take any provocative steps in Jerusalem. Interesting that there is Jerusalem because uh, Jerusalem is our capital and in the past uh, that has been a denial that would threaten security and stability in the region. The UN Security Council at the request of the Palestinian Authority, uh, China, the United Arab Emirates acting on behalf of the Arab League uh, will meet today to discuss this. It is not expected that any resolutions will be put forward, but what is extremely, extremely worrying is that we have the Biden administration who plan to speak out against Israel at the UN Security Council, and, and this is a big departure from policy. Uh, UN the State Department speaker Ned Price has said in a statement, we stand firmly for the preservation of the historic status quo with respect to the holy site in Jerusalem. Any unilateral action that departs from that historic status quo is unacceptable. We will be ready to reiterate our views to our fellow Security Council members. Now, let me be very clear. There is no banning of Jews ascending the Temple Mount. Jews and Christians are allowed to go up uh, on the Temple Mount at specific times. Uh, they are not allowed to outwardly worship. Yesterday we heard from Chabek Knesset from United Torah Judaism, uh, Moshe Gaffney. We also heard from the chief Sephardic rabbi who have also condemned Itamar Ben-Gavir's actions, saying, that it is not within uh, halacha, Jewish law, saying that according to them, uh, we are not pure enough to go up mm. to uh, the Temple Mount where the Holy of Holies uh, once sat. But uh, not only that, it is a deliberate provocation and it is damaging. Now, Jews, I'm going to reiterate again, are not prevented from going up the Temple Mount. Members of Knesset are not prevented from going up the Temple Mount. But it is understood that ministers, especially this 
particular individual who is provocative, who knew exactly what he was doing, who comes from a party that have said, you know, we don't care about uh, any threats. We are going to do what we want. And should there be anything uh, from Hamas, Gaza will burn. Understand that Gaza is also full of civilians. This is not the ethos of the state of Israel, nor is it the ethos of our IDF. Ruining but um, uh, just a sec, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Prime Minister Netanyahu has uh, said that he will do everything to maintain the status quo, but uh, this is a very, very problematic provocation by Ben Gavir. Roland, what worries me is that list you, you read off at the beginning, um, many signatories to the Abraham Accords, what is it he doesn't understand that what these accords mean? And, you know, in cementing ties and, you know, settling issues within the Middle East between Israel and its Arab neighbors. Well, this is the million shekel question that we all want to know. We are at a time where we want to uh, increase our circle of peace. We want to sign more normalization deals. Uh, the... Um, tentative steps have been taken towards Saudi Arabia. If we get Saudi Arabia signing normalization with the state of Israel, that is a massive game changer. We have worked very, very hard over the past uh, uh, two and a half years with our Abrahamic brothers to increase cooperation, to increase ties, uh, to maintain um, stability and balance in the region. This has serious ramifications we also have to look at our relationship with our most important ally, the United States of America. And when the United States of America is making statements that they will be prepared to speak out against Israel at the UN Security Council, we have a very big Problem. Well, let's hope that it just dawns on the U.S. that it's just him and it won't affect uh, trade relations or anything else, you know, the, any interests between uh, the United States and Israel. That being said, Berlin, it, it doesn't seem to get any, any better. Now we have the new justice minister unveiling plans for Supreme Court reforms. What's going on here? Well, this is uh, one of the concerns, and earlier today we had the former Defence Minister, Benny Gantz, who is the chairperson of the Blue and White faction, uh, as well as the uh, combined uh, New New Hope faction that now sits in the opposition, and he has appealed to Netanyahu to establish uh, a multi-party uh, kind of of uh, a committee to deal with and to discuss and to work on any planned reforms. He said we are in a real emergency and therefore I call on Prime Minister Netanyahu to make a decision, negotiation or confrontation, establish a cross-party and cross-political camp team which will discuss the enactment of a basic law in the spirit of the Declaration of Independence which will express the voices of all the people and citizens of Israel, an issue so fundamental to our future and, and existence decades ahead deserves to come with a broad consensus. This will legitimize uh, the changes, allowing them to be built on a solid foundation. So if we examine Benny Gantz's words, he says, we're not saying don't bring reforms in, because clearly there needs to be some kind of reform. But what he is saying is make sure that it is inclusive of all the voices representing uh, Israel. We don't have a constitution. 
Israel doesn't have a constitution. We're not the sole country in the world that doesn't have a constitution. As I've said before, New Zealand doesn't have a constitution. There are numerous other countries that don't have a constitution. You have uh, the exceptions with countries like uh, England where the monarch is the living embodiment of a constitution. He is the tie between um, the the people uh, and uh, a constitution. Israel doesn't. We have a declaration of independence, something considered very, very sacred to Israelis, and it protects our democracy, it protects our minority communities, and the role of the Supreme Court in the State of Israel is to be that important system of checks and balances that make sure that our democracy remains sacrosanct. So Yariv Levine, who is the new uh, Minister of Justice, wants to bring in uh, reforms and um, also uh, bring in that very, very controversial overriding clause, which would see a majority of 61 members of Knesset given the ability to override any rulings of the Supreme Court. Oh, we just hope, like we've been saying before, it's a wait and see now. We just hope it doesn't infringe or, you know, like aggravate any members of society who may think thre- feel threatened by whatever they come up with. Rowling, let's just move on very quickly. Um, with all the, with all these goings on at the moment, has the new government hurt chances for peace with Oman? Because I believe they want to also, well, they were hoping to bring Oman on board the Abraham Accords. On the contrary, it has actually moved in, in the opposite direction. And now, six months ago, it was hotly tipped that Oman would be the next country to join the Abrahamic Circle to sign normalization agreements. And uh, within the last couple of weeks, the Sultanate has passed reforms that have, have even tightened their anti-Israel legislation. In fact, they have voted to criminalize any relations or interactions with what, with what they call the Zionist entity. Uh, Yaqub al-Hariti, who is the vice president of the Omani parliament, has released the statement. He says, your brothers, your excellencies, looking at the development taking place, whether it was technical, cultural, economic, or sports, and proposed additional amendments that include severing any economic, sports, or cultural relations and prohibiting dealing in any way or means, whether it was a real meeting, an electronic meeting, or something else with the state of Israel. Now, this is a country that welcomed at least three Israeli prime ministers, uh, presidents uh, to, to visit, and while uh, relations deteriorated after that, we were hoping that they would get back on a track. And one of the big concerns um, stated by the Sultanate is the new government of Israel.